0: everybody, and welcome to Or Something. It's the podcast where we, each week, we talk about the origins of things or something. It's not very accurate, but it's always funny, so we're glad that you joined us. I'm Kristen, and this is Carla. Hi. And, yeah, we're here. Oh, man, that's going to start sticking. I'm going to start saying that every time we're here, guys. Well, we <laughs> have to know. Yeah. <laughs> Are we...
1: <laughs> Look...
0: Hi, yeah. <laughs> hi, Hello, friend. Okay,
1: we're gonna talk about it. We have to do it. <laughs> I'm highly embarrassed to be Canadian. <laughs> I don't care if it was cheeky, humor- meant to be like totally funny, but this Justin know. Bieber yeah. mashup with Tim Hortons is—I <laughs> can't.
0: I hate What is it, it that he said? Okay, what did I send to you? I forgot what it even was. What is it? Um, Tim Beebs? Tim Beebs. Who thought of that? Okay, so for people who aren't Canadian and don't know, Tim Hortons is like a little restaurant kind of like coffee shop that we have here. But it's like a massive chain. And it's actually American owned now. And now it's American owned. Just like Mm. everything in Canada, like all our major (laughs) companies that we think are like um, part of our culture are now owned by Americans. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different... uh, Tangent, I could go on, but <laughs> but Tim Hortons is like our place. We always go for Timmy's, we get coffee there. Some people hate it and they're like, mm-hmm. it's terrible, some people love it. Um, we it are big used Tim Hortons, to be much family. Better. it used to be much better. They did fresh donuts, now yeah. it's all like now just it's all frozen. I mean, pre- it's how everything goes, right? It's mm-hmm. big, it's whatever, yeah. Anyway, a lot of Canadians see it as like a very um. Canadian thing like it's it's our thing it's something that defines us it's you know whatever and even though it's Tim
1: Hortons most of us say Timmy's
0: yeah and they have little like donut hole type things called Timbits and they're delicious they're wonderful they're the best. You can yeah. just go buy a box of Timbits, like 20
1: Timbits or 10 Timbits And if you eat 20, you don't realize that each Timbit is usually like 100 calories. I found this out way later.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so don't eat 20 Timbits <laughs> all in one or go. Or do it and not care. <laughs> or do it, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so we I saw this post uh, yesterday that Justin Bieber, who is Canadian, is, has these like Timbits. They're called Tim Beebs. And it's like the branding, the box and everything is branded that way and everything. And I sent it to Carla and she's like, I can't even talk about this right now. We need to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I am so... I don't know why. Like, I want to have a sense of humor about it. The flavors sound okay. Like sour cream, chocolate chip, and then like a white fudge something or other. Mm. Something else. Um, Although they didn't even do like a maple flavor. Some people were commenting... On the articles, they were like, "Why not a maple? Like a really, like really, truly Canadian? Like make it
0: really Canadian. Yeah, yeah, really
1: go with the stereotypical kind of thing, right? Yeah, but whatever. But They like, have one that
0: tastes like a hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> cork. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Hawk laughs> ale cork. Mm. Ale. Mm, tasty. <laughs> but
1: like, I just feel I think what the name bo- bothers me the most. Tim Tim beebs what are they called?
0: Tim Beeps? <laughs> I kind of like it. I think but somebody funny. said, why not Bieber, Bieber Bits? That's kind of cute. Because Bieber Bits? No. <laughs> 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 All right. So Kristen uh, loves Tim, Tim Just, and <laughs> Justin Bits? <laughs> Justin, <laughs> no. no. See, none of it works, except for Tim Beebs. No. No, even that. I don't know. It feels <laughs> odd. I'm um, conflicted. Total...
1: Me too. Total side note. Um, we were talking about fertility statues last time, I think. Yeah. And I completely drew a blank of like what that famous. It's the one Lady of something. The...
0: <laughs> 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 I love your confidence. But and it's no. <laughs> oh no, damn it! <laughs> no, you're close. It's just I, love I of that them.
1: confidence. You're adamant. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> it's
0: the Venus of Willendorf. Oh, Willendorf. I knew it was a W-something. Damn and it. And I actually thought okay. Venus
1: when we were talking about it, but then that's
0: where my oh, brain stopped. I, I, I was obviously like, didn't. <laughs> that's okay. Adam, Adam, you were so a something. <laughs> that's very kind of you. <laughs> it's true. So, mm. yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, man. That's cool. Um, so, what's happening? What's the haps? Um... What
1: do you have going on? I sorted out, like, Christmas lights for about a whole day. Almost got hypothermia outside. It's really nice outside <laughs> for Alberta, but uh, because we have, like, a mishmash of Christmas co- like light yeah. colors, so I sorted them all. Like, all, they were all lit all on the lawn, so the yeah. grass was covered in Christmas lights. And <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Yeah. Most of them don't match, so I want to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm gonna pull yeah. up all the Christmas stuff I think this weekend I'm gonna do it from my downstairs storage and Ooh. set the Christmas tree up yeah I want a new Christmas tree really
1: badly but they're all so I kind of want a real Christmas ugly. tree Me I too. Just love the smell. Mm -hmm. I know, but then I think, like, will I get sap all over me, or will I bring a
0: squirrel into the house? (laughs) (laughs) Where are you getting your trees from? (laughs) Don't go and cut down one from, like, your backyard. (laughs) Look, farm trees can have sap on them. No, yes, sap, fine, but there's not going to be a squirrel in it. Look, (laughs) knowing my luck... Unless you want one, I mean, you can catch one if you want to. No,
1: knowing my luck, I'd have, like, the most pine beetle tree and I'd like bring invasive species into the... How's it going with you?
0: <laughs> Good. I have. I was trying to think of like if I had a funny story from volunteering this week at the um, animal oh, yeah. sanctuary. But I think it was just that the pigs were so cute because they were chowing down <laughs> hard on pumpkins because the day after Halloween, like all of the grocery stores are like, will give away their pumpkins for free yeah. quite often. Yeah. So um, they did a massive thing and just gathered up all the pumpkins they could get for all the animals. <laughs> and uh, you can just like throw a pumpkin into the area where the donkey <laughs> and the pigs are and they just go. It is like crap many for them.
1: It's so funny. How many pigs are currently concussed
0: because... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None, I swear. Okay, I didn't throw any on their heads. Okay, thank goodness. But there was one um, pig, his name's Bebop, and he... <laughs> I thought you were going to say Beebs, I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> his name's Tim Beebs. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Bebop? Yeah, Bebop. <laughs> like Rocksteady? Bebop and
1: Rocksteady? The oh, yeah, things? I guess so.
0: <gasps> I don't know if that's originally where it came from or not. It better be. It might be better be ninja turtles i i'd be surprised (laughs) i don't know continue about bebop um so (laughs) bebop was like chowing down hard on this pumpkin (laughs) and had like bits of pumpkin all (laughs) on his snout and was like just smacking his lips like so (laughs) loud and i was like wow that is why like it was the epitome of why we call people who are like messy or eat like yeah pigs, like what we call them. Like, don't be a pig, right? (laughs) It's because they literally are just these disgusting things. But, like, in a funny way, in a cute way. Yeah. Um, so these other volunteers were, like, down at the other end with, there was another pig there. A big pig. Like, a massive one. (laughs) And Bebop's kind of, like, an in-between. He's not huge. (laughs) Okay. Um, and... So these guy, these volunteers, they threw in a pumpkin for that big pig guard, like at the other end, (laughs) and uh, Bebop like heard the pumpkin land (laughs) and ran. I have never seen an animal move that fast (laughs) and ran and like bullied his way into that to get that pumpkin. Now he had still basically a whole pumpkin left for him, like in the spot that I was in with him. And he's like, no, I've got to get that. And Garth, this massive pig, is not getting any of it. So this little bebop goes in there and muscles his way. And like Garth, like, and he's like getting aggressive with it. It was so funny. I was like, what is wrong with you? Oh my gosh. Aww. So that was pretty cute. That was kind of the cuteness (laughs) from it. He did. He really liked it. It was like cracked him. (laughs) Uh, Tenacious. Yeah. I love it. Well, that's the one word for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't call him a piggy. It's racist.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I was just going to ask if I wonder if they have racism in animal things. I'm like, why, why do no. you ask these questions? Let's not. Well, because it's, it's us. If you yeah. didn't,
1: I don't know. I'd be concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned anyway, but.
0: <laughs> uh, should we get started? Yeah, let's get started. Who goes first this week? Who went first last mm. week? I think I went first last week, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you went first. So okay. I go. Okay, your turn. I tried something. Ooh, what's it gonna New.
1: Be? Oh! I actually wrote everything out. Oh my gosh! So sorry, it's a lot of reading, but I tried to be super prepared this time. Wow! Also, I don't know if I have to split this up into two parts. Yikes! Whoa! Just do I it. I know. Okay, we'll try. I'll try my best. Go From for too it. Fast, I believe in you. Okay. Okay. Ready.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite part by the way. I I get I like I get so excited about what is she doing this week? It's like crazy.
1: Um I think you'll really like it but also okay. really hate it. Excellent. Okay. Today I'll be talking about Barbara Millicent Roberts. What? She's 62 years old. Among okay. many things, Barbara like her jobs She's been a ballroom dancer, a golfer, a cat burglar, a
0: what? business
1: executive, a photographer, a pilot, firefighter, dentist, art teacher, and even a mermaid. Today we're talking what? about Barbie.
0: No <laughs> way! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes! The Barbie doll
1: by Mattel. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Tell me everything. Oh my God. I love Barbie so much. And yeah. I get the whole whatever body positivity crap. I don't care. I love Barbie. I played with Barbie so much yes. when I was a kid. I've played with Barbies oh, yeah. as an adult. Like, it's. I, will, I love Barbies.
1: Yeah. I will covet Barbies to the mm. end of time. Yeah. However, after this research, oh no. I absolutely can't stand Mattel. Oh man. Yeah. It's brutal. Okay, Okay, brace yourself.
0: Oh god. And when you were (laughs) Okay, so what's her full name?
1: (laughs) That's why I think this should be a two-parter, because this is too funny. Oh my god, I love Barbara Barbara Millicent Roberts.
0: No, why does she have a full name? Oh my god, I I love that. When you were first describing her, I was like, oh my god, I want (laughs) to be that person. (laughs) Also, oh, I have so many things to say, but like was how is Barbie a cat burglar when did that happen that's
1: that's why I included it because I don't remember that either I'm like what there's a whole list of Barbie careers if you just google like Barbie careers it's like I think a wiki or something (laughs) and it lists so many things like so many I'm like obviously but like cat burglar just I'm like yep
0: oh my gosh I love this okay
1: (laughs) okay I'll start with Mattel Mattel uh it's the toy company Founded in 1945 in the U.S. by Harold Matson, Ruth Handler, and her husband, Elliot Handler. Matson drops out, but they have their first hit toy in 1947. I think it was a ukulele. can't quite remember. Okay. Uh, They had various, like, toys in the 40s and early 50s. And they were, like, majorly into TV advertising. So, uh, they actually sponsored, like, um, what's that show called? The Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, okay. So, they were, like on it right okay um barbie debuted march 9th 1959 so where did the idea of barbie come from who designed her that's what i wanted to know right
0: 1959 that's actually a bit later than i was expecting it to be yeah me too i know
1: huh so okay so i was really bummed out to see that the story uh the history of barbie has been explored by like a ton of high profile websites there's books on it and everything so okay. I mean I feel like I'm the only person in the world who doesn't know this story
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know so it's, okay good, it's good. <laughs> so at least you and I will have a good conversation here okay
1: okay according to Mattel and Ruth Handler uh, Ruth was inspired by watching her daughter play with paper dolls uh, the paper dolls were renditions of young career women that could be dressed up Handler said, Wouldn't it be great if we could take that play pattern and three-dimensionalize it so little girls could do their dreaming and role-playing with real dolls and real clothes instead of the flimsy paper or cardboard ones? So that was the origin
0: in her mind. Yeah,
1: agreed. When she presented the idea to Mattel, none of the men, because I think pretty much everybody in Mattel were men, Yeah, she was the top, like the, you know. Right.
0: But because it was her her and her husband, wasn't
1: it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and these other guys, uh, they didn't go for it. They thought it was just too scandalous. They're like, no.
0: Oh, my Because the God. only dolls
1: on the market at the time were like a sissy doll um, where she, you could dress her and stuff, but she, I think, had like a more babyish, kid-like head. Okay, Kind of yeah. oversized and just like, yeah. And then the classic traditional doll like, yeah. that you can imagine, right? Uh, in 1956, the handlers with their daughter and son went on a European vacation. And in Lucerne... Uh, Ruth and her 15-year-old daughter, Barbara, spotted an 11-and-a-half-inch fashion doll in a shop window.
0: Ooh. Ruth oh, my God, like, oh, her daughter's oh, name wow. is Barbara. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not a coi- well, coincidence. She named her daughter after.
0: fifteen. <laughs> 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 you get a name now. Jane, before. <laughs> now you're Barbara. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, yeah, at the end of this, I think maybe that'll be true. We'll find out. <laughs> okay, so Ruth was just gripped by this doll, right? She's mm-hmm. like, this is um, uh, the embodiment of the adult looking doll that she was looking for. And she brought a few of the dolls home with her. Uh, she worked on some prototype sketches. She got the copyright and trademark for the name Barbie in 1958. And by 1959, Barbie was ready for the market. Okay. But why did Mattel suddenly go for this doll? Right? Yeah. Because before they were like, before her vacation, they were like, no.
0: Nefarious. Okay.
1: So here's where there's a lot of coverage. There's a book that deals with, like, a large part of the book deals with this, um, I guess, feud that I'm going to get into. Okay. Um, The book is by, I think, Jerry Oppenheimer. It's called Toy Monster. And it details a lot of stuff about Mattel's history. Um, So here, we'll just call it the mother of Barbie versus the father of Barbie. That's what a lot of people call it. Okay. So a new design chief at Mattel, Jack Ryan, saw the potential of the Barbie doll. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of was like, yeah, let's do this, right? With Ruth Handler. Yeah. Um, about jack ryan himself he was apparently a total lothario casanova guy and he was diagnosed at some point with hypersexuality oh my god Um, yeah okay one person said When Jack talked about creating Barbie, he would light up and describe the breasts and the legs. It was almost like listening to a sexual pervert talk about creating this doll.
0: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ryan had previously
0: been... (laughs) It's like all my childhood dreams just like... They're shattering before you. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Gross. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ryan
1: had previously been in missile construction, like super, you know, like high-tech engineering kind of stuff. But he freelanced in toy engineering. Oh, my God. (laughs) His business sense, apparently, uh, led to the outsourcing of Barbie's production to a company in Japan. The doll would be cheap so kids could buy the doll but they um, made a lot of the money off of accessories for barbie like okay. clothing and all her accessories and that kind of thing right? right jack ryan claims the name barbara was named after both his wife and ruth's daughter
0: oh so he I'm- just takes steals like the thing doesn't he just like to go <laughs> oh, okay maybe not <laughs> i just don't um, like him that's why i'm gonna yeah rag on him the whole
1: also um there's a quote here, all U.S. patents related to Barbie are in Ryan's name. What? Most notably, the twist and turn body. Oh so very God. long story short, Ruth was not having it with this Jack Ryan as father of the Barbie, as co-creator of the Barbie. She was like, no. Okay, good. Yeah, because it was her idea.
0: She just needed somebody to like, actually, from Mattel, to actually say, it's yeah, sure. It's interesting that that's
1: your take on but it. Every article, from she, Mattel. uh, was ruthless, and basically tried to sweep Jack Ryan's contributions under the rug completely. All of them.
0: The only oh, thing that Mattel oh, like ever what gives. Men want to do to women mm-hmm. at, at all times throughout all yeah. of history, including <laughs> yeah, currently. So there right now. so there's a good debate here. Give me a yeah. P- um, oh.
1: Yeah, but mm, she. Oh no
0: even well, if she okay. was who cares like why are women not allowed to be like that men are yeah. like that all the time yeah you gotta get shit it gets, done it gets okay even oh more great. i'm gonna okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very so, invested in this topic <laughs> yeah
1: mattel still only barely acknowledges like the twist and turn engineering by jack there were lawsuits and ryan it seems like he, i don't know what led to it but the end of the paragraph was Ryan eventually committed suicide. I don't oh think God. it was because of this whole thing. I'm sure there were other yeah, that would be kind of surprising. factors. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't end well, basically, for okay. him. Uh, Ruth said, I was the creator of the Barbie doll. Jack Ryan, he managed some of the design work. Okay. Right. But what about the doll she found in Europe?
0: Yeah, right. That's what I was going to mm-hmm. ask. Yeah, so. <laughs> Did they Mattel? change it enough from those? Oh, that's the oh thing. Oh my gosh, okay, I'll let you Mattel get can to say it. <laughs> uh,
1: that the original German doll, it was German, that okay. Ruth Handler found in Lucerne, was just an inspiration for Barbie. And that there are actually certain technical dif- uh, differences between the two dolls, right? Okay. So, um, for example, Barbie's hair is like. Plugs, I guess, like not glued on hair. Right. Um, I think the bodies are slightly different. But the two dolls look so similar. No. That if you saw <gasps> pictures, if you just Google this German, I'll give you all the information about that doll, but if you compare the two, like vintage Barbie and, and vintage doll. Fashion doll or whatever. They're yeah. the same.
0: There is hardly any difference. And, oh my gosh! So what did yeah. okay? So here's okay. My, then here's my yes. argument with that is yeah. what the hell did that Jack Ryan guy then do at all really? <laughs> yeah, right?
1: because apparently Ruth. I mean, if um, she stole sent, it,
0: well, fine. But like, if they changed yeah. just a few little minor things, well, then... apparently
1: she sent the doll to the Japanese company, right? Okay. Because they were the ones who could work in like the kind of plastic that they were looking for, right? And right, um, she said that you know. It, she kind of almost made it sound like, oh, well, they changed a little bit. It, it, everyone kind of agreed, like, it wasn't changed enough, sort of. Even she didn't have much of a defense for that, so it okay. sounded like they put the onus on the, the Japanese toy producers. I'm like, Which is I, crazy, I because,
0: like, that, I would assume you would do whatever design and you would give it yes. to them. They're just yeah. manufacturing it for you. They're not yeah. creating it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Way to pass the buck, Ruth. Mm.
1: Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about this German doll. Okay. Her name was Lily, or Aww. specifically Bilt Lily. I'm trying to say it properly like German. It's B-I-L-D. Okay. Lily, but when I do the little <laughs> translation thing, it's very much like built, kind of like a T sound. Yeah, they almost.
0: do a T sound for, it's mm. the same in, yeah. Okay.
1: In, Dutch. in 1952, uh, Reinhardt, uh, how is it, oh, Baiti, Tian it's a very strange last name I couldn't figure it out um was commissioned to create a filler cartoon for this kind of like trashy German tabloid newspaper somebody an article dropped out or something so he just created this like um after some tinkering he had some failures that the editors were like no he created this like sassy sexy ponytail blonde bombshell and i can't i don't know what the first comic was but it was very like <laughs> she's like this gold digger and exhibitionist and super <laughs> just like pin up not for kids it's not a kid's cartoon yeah um and yeah the, her name was lily or built lily i don't know if they called her built Lily lily but um yeah so it was this like really sexy sassy kind of comic and it was a hit instantly so they're oh like keep doing it let's keep doing this cartoon so eventually the paper decided to cash in by making a novelty doll that was initially marketed to men so the doll they would like um, men would hang her from their rear view mirrors or they'd gift them to their like wives or girlfriends as kind of like a sexy little joke yeah doll. yeah so the newspaper well I guess it was that uh, Buitian guy or Bai Tian? I, gosh, she has the hardest name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he contacted uh, toy maker Max Weisbrut uh, of the toy company O and M Hauser. I think it's Hauser. I'm not sure. Okay. The doll was launched August 12th, 1955. She was called built. built Lily she had long legs a thin waist and perky breasts (laughs) Uh. so we have a doll that's very much like the girl in the cartoon total bombshell classic like little fashion model yeah you know figure basically Barbie tiny waist you know classic oh my gosh yeah that's crazy
0: that it's like it was created based on that character like it's a whole different thing that yeah. already existed that they just yeah. stole. <gasps> yeah. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't steal herself, but come on.
1: <laughs> Barbie, Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> what did you do? So, Built Lily quickly became popular among children because the um uh uh, company, I guess the people, I guess the toy makers, I'm not sure. Actually, all, a bunch of other toy companies, they all cashed in on this popular doll. So they started making doll houses, furniture, clothing, and accessories. So kids were just like, so you could buy the original doll. And then yeah. as they produced more, she had different outfits. So they kind of sort of, it sounds like, invented. Invented Barbie. Barbie. Basically. Yeah. yeah. They, exactly. to, they
0: had accessories and everything. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the same doll in different outfits, right? That's exactly Barbie. that's exactly
0: the same concept.
1: Yeah. Lily was sold in Italy, Scandinavia, England, and even the United States as just Lily or as Lily Marlene. She was marketed for a short time to girls in the United States. Okay. Um, There were bootlegs and knockoffs all over the world. For example, the knockoff Miss Marlene in the U.S. This was in the 1950s. So it wasn't unheard of in the States. Oh, I want that to be very so clear. They existed. Yes. And yeah. it wasn't necessarily the most um popular toy, obviously, right? Right. But is someone really gonna tell me that Mattel, which was at this time was already known as a huge toy giant, like yeah. huge, powerful. Even in Germany, they knew they that. They had to have
0: been aware. Yeah. That this you, existed. Exactly.
1: Right? So I'm like, okay. So after Barbie hit the market. Um, Mattel began a hostile takeover and by 1961 Built Lily was wiped from history or as one person called it she became a historical footnote by the way historical footnote would have been a great name for this podcast
0: oh damn it
1: too late (laughs) (laughs) just quickly uh let's talk about Rolf Hauser uh so that Booth Tian Guy was struggling to find someone who could create a Lily doll. He finally found Rolf Hauser. He was the new head of his, along with his brother, sorry, of his dad and uncle's successful toy company, O and M Hauser. Rolf loved the idea and put his chief designer, Max, Weissbrut, uh, on it. The doll came out perfectly. They got so many orders they were overwhelmed. People. All over Europe were ordering custom dolls one doll actually like um this lady wanted her doll to be her lily to be just wearing mink like a little mini mink fur coat
0: oh I my gosh
1: uh Rolf uh. was so proud of the doll and the design she had uh, flexible legs I she had really beautiful hair that he he's like she's never gonna have a bad hair day
0: ah, <laughs> uh her until some little kid comes along and cuts it <laughs> <laughs> i did that to her legs Barbies. bent at
1: the hip so she sat with her legs together oh and uh-huh. apart from you know dolls old-timey dolls they usually like splay their legs right out when you sat them down yeah yeah um so He says he had no idea that Ruth was making Barbie. And even when he was uh, approached by Mattel to negotiate like some kind of like, you know, the takeover crap, right? Yep. He had no clue how popular Barbie became. He said, he says that he finally saw Barbie in Europe in around 1963 and also 1964 at a toy fair. First in 1963 in a toy shop. This doesn't quite add up with the timeline. So I don't know where, why in the article it said 63 and 64, because the lawsuit between Hauser and Mattel over copyright infringements and that kind of thing happened in 1961. Okay. So there's a bit of a weird discrepancy Hmm. there. I don't quite know. It could just be a misunderstanding on my part, but anyway, so he flipped, Rolf, he flipped when he saw Barbie. He wanted to sue Mattel, but his brother, who knew Mattel was huge, advised against it. He said it would ruin us if we sued Mattel. Oh, my
0: God. Hauser was pressured
1: to sell the doll's patent. Oh. He said he asked for a translator during the negotiations because they didn't even have one. The contract was in English, right? He didn't know English. Oh, my gosh. So they sat there all day long. The translator was like, I need to go home. (laughs) Can I just say how much I love this, like, tenacious translator? (laughs) It's five o'clock. I need to go. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) take ben out of here <laughs> people would never do that here we're so obsessed with work that we would sit there yeah like idiots Call like, home we'll and like, until Sorry. it's done we yeah. have to we have
0: to finish it today like why
1: yeah i know they'd be I mean, there till midnight
0: yeah these guys are screwed whether it happens today <laughs> or tomorrow <laughs> yeah. so he, re-
1: he was refusing to sign but finally time was running out he had 10 minutes left with the translator um so instead of getting the 1% of sales profits he was looking for, he took a lump sum, oh, which no. wasn't really a lot at all. <sighs> O&M Hauser quickly went bankrupt and Hauser went into debt. He lived off of his wealthy wife. So let's not feel too bad about okay. that. But he was bitter the rest of his life uh, about this whole thing. I
0: would be. I'm bitter um, for him. Yeah. And for he was the guy 90. that did
1: the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly he was 90 at the time of one article that i read so i'm not sure if he's still alive or not so okay but um important to note here it was in an article someone made a good point that hauser may have just been a terrible businessman businessman mm. right like i mean <laughs> i don't know just do your research or something but at but the time like,
0: how do you get that information it's so in the hard though and i kind of think like part yeah. of it now is like you have a great idea, and it's something that you didn't realize that people even wanted. Yeah. And then it's taking off, and you're excited, and you're like, this is so great. This could be really cool. Yeah. And you're proud yeah. of it. And then all of a sudden, like, the logistics come in, and other people come into it, and the business world yeah. comes into it. And it's all about capitalism yeah. and who can make the most money and who can but bully the most people. But selling over the world. yeah but it's yeah. still like he makes it, it sound like
1: oh i was just a, like a I, he said i was just a german toy maker without any power. Mm. And i imagine yeah he was bullied by But Mattel i would imagine
0: compared to Mattel or compared to maybe and maybe he wasn't like a businessman at heart, right? Like maybe he wasn't looking to yeah. to create some big like toy empire, right? So if you're coming at he things from a different express perspective remorse
1: that he let his dad's toy company fall into ruins. Aww. So, you know, yeah. maybe he just wasn't. Maybe he just cut wasn't. out for it. Or yeah. he really was just bullied by Mattel. But um, here's what's It's l- hard, and it's hard knowing like what the future is going to be, right? Well, here's an important thing too. At the time, if you remember, it's like the sixties, mm-hmm. early sixties, fifties, right? Um, German toy makers before the war were the dominant force in toy making. Uh, there's mm. like famous teddy bears. They were made in Germany. Teddy um, Ruxpin. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yes, Teddy Ruxpin. He was originally a spy bear. <laughs> oh my god. But after the war, American toy companies quickly cashed in on anti German sentiment. So that could have oh, been a huge shoot. Yeah, so I found this later at the end of my research. Um, Lewis Marks and Company, I think, oh, it said they had a licensing deal with Hauser for Lily head molds in 1961. So the Marx Company and Hauser sued Mattel for infringing on Lily. The lawsuit was unsuccessful, and Hauser said the copyright and patents of Lily, sorry, he sold the copyright and patents of Lily to Mattel in 1964 so again the legal stuff at the end is a little muddled for me I didn't quite I couldn't quite you know make a fit right of like which toy company bought who and blah 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 who had
0: this and who had that but at that, the but end of the day Mattel won basically yeah Mattel got
1: the rights yeah. to do and whatever they needed to do that's Mattel crazy. has been in legal trouble quite a bit. Um, they've had like quite a few lawsuits, like the famous ones, like the like, Barbie versus Bratz dolls or whatever those things are. But she also, uh,
0: I think, was... What were they doing with Bratz dolls? Were Was Mattel suing Bratz?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Why? because they didn't want... Because it was too Barbie-like, I guess.
0: It's so not. It's like the worst thing ever. I
1: I remember that when it was happening. I, was I remember like, that oh. when they came
0: out, I was like, ooh... <laughs> Who would want to play with this? It's two different things. But yeah, those, oh, that's I think, ironic. Some fraud happening
1: as well, financial fraud. So there's a lot of like legal stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: with, and with Ruth Handler as at the helm. Shoot. During okay. her time. Okay. So it's not this peachy, like, oh, I'm just a woman trying to make a big kind right. of story. It's very quickly. No, it's going to be my way. I'm the only one who created Barbie. Yeah. I'm like, so oh I am gosh. not siding with
0: her either. Okay, yeah, I take uh, This is back. why I hate business. Damn it, I feel this like is... this was a bit of a setup.
1: Mm. Yeah. I was really yeah, I on know. her side at so first against Jack Ryan. This is my summary. A German pervert, an American pervert, and a shady businesswoman. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who, like, they they made Barbie, basically. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Now I feel gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. So sorry, I tried to get through that like in time, but.
0: That so wasn't even that long. That was oh, good. so awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's crazy, My right? mind is blown. <laughs> I can't believe that I know. that. That that existed. Yeah. Now I really want one of those Lily dolls, like Built Lily. Me
1: too. I Because know. even oh, though, you know, her history and like, yeah, it's just, it feels... I don't know, it just sounds more fun. Like, they really were like, you know what? Let's just have fun
0: with this. Let's make a doll. Oh, kids like it? Let's do this. (laughs) And it makes way more freaking sense for the way that her body is shaped. Like, all of those body things that it came from, that it was an adult cartoon. And that it was originally, like, an adult kind of, like, toy. Like, not really toy, but, like, figurine novelty type thing. That makes like the second you said that i was like <laughs> I that know. makes total sense i get yeah. that now
1: they did have fashion dolls back in europe at the time um where women could go to clothing stores and see what the outfit would look like okay. <laughs> so they apparently
0: had these little dolls why would they need to the be, women don't were like, they have mannequins <laughs> <laughs> why would you I, need to be guess, a little doll <laughs> i don't know <laughs> seems like a it lot did, of like, extra little work. mini catalog it does doesn't it yeah, yeah. Like, how did
1: that work so it's not so the women in europe are kind of like used to these little dolls but okay but it sounds like lily was like
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: the classic little
0: wow blonde
1: bombshell right yeah that is unreal
0: yeah <laughs> Because I, I should just have let you react more. I just blasted through that. Where no, I'm like, I, I was just in <laughs> awe as you were talking. I'm like, tell me everything. That was awesome. I almost don't even want to do mine now. It's so boring compared no! to yours. Whoa. <laughs> I know. And it's like there was so much. There
1: are like, like I said, there's tons of information and tons of articles out there. If people want to know more about um. Like, the details between the Ruth Handler versus Jack Ryan stuff or...
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, um, I feel like there's, I'm sure there's a ton out there about all yeah, that. Yeah,
1: and even just Mattel's entire, like, legal history, like, all their troubles and, like, so, I... Crazy. Yeah. Well and Mattel done, are, like, that was awesome. Yeah, they're just, no, we're fine, <laughs> we're good, we invented Barbie, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Damn it,
0: I feel kind of guilty now about all the Barbies I have owned I and have... I still have I that know. box of Barbies.
1: <gasps> you have to show me Scottish Barbie later. Remember <gasps> the beautiful Scottish one with oh the gorgeous red hair? I can't. She's I'm so still going to look at you. Oh, everybody, I'm saying this now because I just love the design of Barbie. I always will. Um, they have a retro, like three retro 80s Barbies out now.
0: No way. And the aerobics one is so <gasps> pretty and so oh my perfect. Gosh. Oh So, yeah. I need to go to a good old fashioned toy store and like walk down the Barbie aisle and just like I, know. Stare I just at them go all. onto their website because I don't really buy them. At all. Yeah, like,
1: I don't. I just I'm like oh, I'm too old for this, and then it's like I dead just love when it. I was a kid. That was like
0: <laughs> the thing. Like I, yeah, I remember once my mom. I can't remember what it was for. If it was for my birthday or for something, some kind of reward. But she was like, "You can pick one Barbie that you want." Uh-huh. And, oh, my gosh, I was watching all the the <laughs> commercials, going through all the catalogs, like, and I narrowed stuff down. And, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money. I got a lot of, like, the knockoff Barbies that, oh, like, yeah. that didn't quite fit properly into the clothes and whatever, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Like The full rubber bodies that could, like, completely bend.
0: <laughs> totally. Or sometimes I even had a couple that were, like, the hollow bodies where you're like, yes. oh, this is not the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they're kind of, like, 13 inches or 14 yeah, they're like a bit uh, too
0: tall <laughs> yeah they're like way bigger than all the other ones and you're like oh here's my giant and you have to like come around like up with a storyline that has like a big giant in it <laughs> but so <laughs> um I remember that like it was I almost was agonizing over like how do I pick which oh, one I want that would be insane. it was so hard because I only got one and yeah. I was like oh and with a budget too right so you with probably couldn't budget. have yeah. like the holiday You're... fantasy oh no of course not with
1: like the roller skating one with three different outfits yeah so I had to
0: like pick one where I was like okay if I get this one I can use like I picked one that had lots of clothes on and like lots of different things that came with it because <laughs> then I could use it for my other Barbies too I'm like yeah, the
1: bathing suit ones were kind of a
0: rip-off a super rip-off right I had the friend of mine best hair they did usually have the best hair, but I got one for, it must have been a present for my birthday from a friend of mine where it was like a bikini or something with a little like Hawaiian skirt on. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is lame. Like, what am I going to, like, I've got, bar. I need clothes here, people. <laughs> like, get with it. <laughs> okay. I have to just say, because
1: your mom, she made Barbie clothing, didn't she?
0: Um, I dolls? think she might have made, some? I think she made
1: a couple little things. Yeah. 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 And. I just wanted to state for the record, my dad made Barbie furniture for us, oh my but it was gosh. usually just like little two by four slabs put together. And so like <gasps> our couch, the Barbie could barely fit on it. Her bed, yep. she could barely fit on it. But he, you know, was like here because we also couldn't. We didn't. I never had like the Barbie dream house. or No,
0: me neither. Right? My sister one year for my birthday, we got um, like a dollhouse from... Like a hand me down from somebody else. Yeah. And as a gift to me, she decorated it. She even put like <gasps> little wallpaper up, like she had old scraps, like oh my, my mom and her kind of like. Like they helped each other, and they she built furniture. Like, some was out of cardboard. There was like the bed was, um, like oh a half gosh. of a Kleenex box. Like, it was very creative <laughs> and it was amazing. I was like, This is the Kleenex awesome. box, the
1: unsung hero of Barbie imagination. Oh my gosh, it was yes. our
0: Barbie convertible. We just oh, shoved yeah. them it in yeah, it could right? be whatever you wanted it to be. Yeah, thank you, Kleenex. I used to build, um, barbie like houses or whatever out of like the Mm -hmm. end tables in the living room (gasps) like my mom would come into the room and i'd have a whole like barbie (laughs) city happening built with just whatever i'm like this is this and this is her house and this is her
1: apartment and
0: whatever and i'm just thinking
1: about to my barbies they were up in apple trees and like hanging (laughs) off of ropes randomly and like
0: missing a foot hair gone yeah, I you used know. to cut them all the time. And then we'd put those, um the little knitting or not the knitting. Yes. The pins in their ears yeah. for earrings. But then it would then go all the way through their yes, head and it's sticking. You? <laughs> and you're like, this one's got earrings and we've got to be real careful.
1: <laughs> and then the classic, like using highlighter to give them lip gloss or even like oh eyeshadow. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. oh man. Yeah, and I definitely cut a few of their hair. <laughs> Only a couple, though, and one actually was a pretty decent haircut. I was pretty impressed by it. You know, yeah, I had one decent haircut, too.
1: I'm thinking it was this really chic Bob. We had yeah. like, excellent, we got the same Barbie by accident. So we were like, oh, they're um, twins, but we need to do like Sweet Valley High, where one has like short hair, one has long hair. <laughs> <Sweet Valley High. laughs> Sorry. Oh I'm God. just, we well, could talk about Barbie all day. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, perverts,
0: perverts. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my gosh oh man yeah I'm super happy that I didn't have I mean I wasn't happy about it at the time but that I didn't have all of the like specialty Barbie stuff because I really really forced me to yeah. use my imagination like it really became I could build a Barbie house anywhere I wanted you I agree know?
1: Yeah. yeah but I mean I still could have used some shiny star print I know. ball gowns right?
0: <laughs> I know right but then when you did get that kind of stuff then it was like all the more special right that's true yeah yeah. and now we're adults we can buy whatever Barbies we want or go buy but the we don't. Lily doll but we don't anymore yeah. oh my gosh that was so good it doesn't surprise me that it's a bunch of perverts that made it like it totally makes sense Like, I get it now. (laughs) And I totally get a bit more, like, why women are so, like, against the body positivity stuff. I'm like, okay. And really,
1: I'm, like, more into it, where I'm like, yeah, no, come on. Like, she's so cute and fun. And the cartoon sounded hilarious, I have to say. Yeah. She was just, yeah, like, she sounded way more empowered than just like a bimbo. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually pretty funny.
0: Damn it. that yeah. would be funny. I'm going to track that down. We should put a link in our Instagram or something for that. Yeah, be most good. of them
1: are German, but, like, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we can translate it. <laughs> no. Google Translate just right, butchers right. it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Please <laughs> hey, laugh? Oh, my God. Don't surprise me like that. Okay. That was amazing. I'm having a really hard time, like, having to follow it. But, okay, so my topic I came to it because I bought tickets to go see Eddie Izzard on Monday yeah! this coming Monday and I'm oh so gosh. excited because he is like my one of my all-time favorite comedians like Yay. ever. He is the she. best. She. Oh my gosh. Sorry. That's okay, she. It's new, yeah. Um Ish. so <laughs> if if you guys don't know who Eddie Izzard is, I highly recommend going and finding her stuff. Um definitely yes. Uh, Dressed to Kill is a great one to start with. Yes. That's like probably one of the most famous or even just on YouTube look up like Death Star Canteen. Best (laughs) thing you'll ever watch. It's so good. So historical and clever and smart like really intellectual humor. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) the the first thing when I um, saw that she was on tour I I bought tickets and then i immediately was like for some reason the one part of of her one of her like bits came into my mind was the part where she talks about <laughs> the british going around and like taking stealing countries with the cunning use of flags yes <laughs> and so i am doing the origin of national flags <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think that's where i was going with that did you <laughs> that's almost as like indirect as my parsley and <laughs> but i even copied the whole thing so i was like what does eddie say about the flags thing and it's like we stole countries with the cunning use of flags yeah just sail around the world and stick a flag in <laughs> I claim India for Britain. And they go, you can't claim us. We live here. 500 million of us. Do you have a flag? (laughs) We don't need a bloody flag. It's our country, you bastards. (laughs) No flag, no country. You can't have one. (laughs) That's the rules that I've just made up. (laughs) That's the Eddie Izzard thing. Oh, my gosh. It's one of the best like things ever. That's from Dress yes. to Kills. So go watch it or give it a listen or whatever. Yeah. Find it somewhere. And there's like call- I the callbacks it.
1: even to that joke. Oh I my god. I have a flag. I have a flag. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay.
0: I'm loving this topic. Yeah. I mean it's yeah, it's it's pretty in depth too, which is crazy, <gasps> but um, Really? So, the sources for this are Wikipedia, Britannica.com, NewWorldEncyclopedia.org, and TheAtlantic.com. Wait, I
1: have 8 million zillion sources. You know what? Maybe on uh-huh. Instagram
0: I can put them all down. Okay. Sorry.
1: Lots of sources. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the sources.
1: <laughs> Internet. Go.
0: <laughs> yeah. dot Internet.com. Internet.com. Okay. So, flags generally were first used... Like the very first time that they were kind of used was by the ancient people that lived lived in what is now considered China. It is said that the founder of the I don't know how to say this, and I didn't look it up. The, Zhu, the Zhao? Zhou, Zhou, Z H O U dynasty.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't Chi- either.
0: Yeah. Anyway, this dynasty in China, and they were that dynasty was around um, from ten forty six. To two fifty six BCE. Okay. Um, so the founder of that dynasty, he had a white flag carried before him. So that's kind of like the first okay indications of like, oh, he it was a flag, and it was it was connected oh. to the ruler of a country. Their flags had pictures of animals, such as a red bird, a white tiger, or a blue dragon on them. Ooh. Yeah, they were carried on chariots, and they were planted upon the walls of captured cities oh they also had a royal flag that was identified with the ruler himself and it was treated with similar respect as the ruler would be treated so like okay it was just it was almost seen as just as important as the ruler like an extension of him what are those things called
1: we have them here too the provincial they're like not crests but like shields
0: no what are they called remember the oh the yeah that's going to be coming up um okay Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's um, the coat of arms. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that didn't exist just yet, the coat right, of arms right. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it might have a little bit, but um, not in the same way that it does. It comes mm. out later. Um, so it was even considered a crime at that time to even touch the flag bearer. So the person who's carrying the flag, it was like a crime. It became like Ooh. such an important symbol of the the guy that was founding the dynasty really so the fall of the flag meant defeat and the king would rarely expose the flag in the same place that he was in so the flag would normally be entrusted to a general oh so it was like it was almost like the him and the flag couldn't be in the same place at the same time in a way like it wasn't like oh. the, the the king or the the whatever guy he wasn't walking around with the flag in his own hand. Because yeah. it was seen as it, such. Was it like a, just a symbolic stand-in for him then? It's. It sounds like it kind, kind of? of was a little bit. It just became mm. so symbolic of like I guess his stature. So if the flag wow. fell, then it would mean that. Right. He. You know. He was being defeated or whatever. Yeah. So that's ancient China area, and flags were also equally important in ancient India the flag mm-hmm. was the first object of attack in battle and its fall would mean defeat or at least cause confusion if not full defeat I, yeah i was going to guess that there were battle flags there must have mm-hmm. been and oh, that's my gosh. generally the reason like the very beginnings of flags was it was used for military purposes right so the ancient chinese and indian flags can likely be traced back to the standards which standards are like solid objects such as metal um, animals attached atop uh, poles, like at the very top mm, of poles? Yeah. Yeah. So the standards, they were, can be traced back to the standards of ancient Egypt and Assyria. Oh. These poles sometimes had streamers attached to them, and it's thought <laughs> that the concept of flags developed from these <laughs> once they started producing <laughs> silk in China. <laughs> Sorry. Just imagine a bunch of rhythmic gymnastics.
1: <laughs> Here comes the king, Trullaby. Twirl, twirl, twirl.
0: So what if it was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so initially, flags were primarily used for military purposes, Um and this is just a random fun fact, is that the first instance of a white flag being used as a signal for a truce in like mm-hmm. a battle was in 1542. Really? Yeah. That's um, I know, right? <laughs> so in Europe, the first national flags were adopted in the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. And many of the leaders at that time adopted the flag of their patron saint to represent their country. Oh, Okay. Like, for example, in England, the cross of St. George was adopted in the 13th century. And, like, eventually, like, the Union Jack is one of the oldest ones that is, like, kind of still used. And it's just a bunch oh. of, cro- like, the different types of crosses that were for um, the different saints of the areas that oh. became the United Kingdom. So, like, the Scottish I've area, never the heard Irish, of that. the British, and they were merged together to be the Union Jack Ooh, that must mm-hmm. be one hated flag <laughs> loved and then hated yeah
1: <laughs>
0: so toward the end of the Middle Ages flags had become accepted symbols of countries kings organizations cities and guilds they even talked about like some of the guild flags it would be like <laughs> like if you're a candle maker like it would be it would be very literal where it's like three candles on the thing <gasps> represented the guild of candle makers in this like town in France oh or gosh. whatever <laughs> it was pretty cute and I just think of Terry Pratchett and all like the guilds same the, guild. oh, the Assassin's Guild that's my favorite thing ever <laughs> oh my gosh if you guys haven't ever read a Terry Pratchett book you need to go do it right now because it's hilarious yes yeah um So, following the introduction of heraldry in the 12th and 13th centuries, so heraldry was like the use of symbols as identification, and typically it was connected to military things. Um, So, Mm -hmm. that's kind of where the coat of arms starts coming in. Okay. Yeah. So, heraldry originated when most people were illiterate, but they could easily recognize a bold, striking, and simple design (laughs) to tell them, like, what's going on. (laughs) Hey morons! Read this. (laughs) Crown. I own you. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) It's just some guy, like some king, like stomping on a plebe's head on the flag. (laughs) This is what's gonna happen to you. (laughs) You (laughs) capiche?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Just little villagers with Xs on their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and their pockets turned out with like flies coming out of the pockets. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um so armor-clad knights whose faces were obscured with metal, they needed a way to display their identity on the battlefield. <laughs> they all have a flag. Yeah, yeah,
1: each individual one. Oh, it's like a bob. you know, on the you know those um, on bikes when they'd have like little like the flags sticking on oh the, 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 flag the back of the bike. They have that on their horses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't kill me. Yeah, coming through. And the horse beeps as it backs up. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. But the bikes don't beep. <laughs> but the little like scooters. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Should. They should. They um, should. Okay, so their faces Wait, who's were scared. <laughs> who's
1: backing up on a bike?
0: I don't know. People. <laughs> I'm not letting you get off that easy. Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Um, okay, so their faces were obscured with metal. They needed a way to display their identity on the battlefield, and this led to them decorating banners, shields, and helmets. Um, so this visual system. <laughs> what? No, <it> just...
1: <laughs> I just imagined like this arts and crafts night where they're all like in the great hall,
0: decorating, and, like dazzling and painting. Their, like... <laughs>
1: Helmet. <laughs> like I just imagine they're so excited and happy about it with their little like ales and like. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> you can't with this topic. Oh my god. It's so
0: cute. <laughs> it's cute. They're just killing each other. <laughs> um, this visual system eventually took on a broader social role as it indicated the class, rank, land, and hereditary titles held by nobility. Oh. So European royalty adopted coats of arms that became the basis of their flags. Like, this is the whole, like, beginning of it. So most of the coats of arms have disappeared from the modern national flags. But in some countries, their flags still have the original colors of the coat of arms. Oh. So Poland is one of those. Poland, Belgium, Uh Germany, Spain, Hungary, Luxembourg, and Monaco are some examples that the colors that are in the flags are from the original colors of the coat of arms that first began that whole thing. Isn't that cool? Uh, Neat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The practice of flags indicating a country of origin outside of the context of warfare became common with the maritime flag in the early 17th century. So, like, that's quite a big stretch of stuff in there. Um, Yeah. Because we went from, like, what, the... 1300s or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, vessels began to display flags depicting their country or city of origin as well as their military or commercial statuses. (laughs) In the centuries before radio, flags were the only effective way to communicate information across water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like now, when I started going down the rabbit hole of like flags in (laughs) like the maritime flags, there are so many rules and so much etiquette associated with the flags like i mean with all flag use in general but especially with flag used on ships and it still exists to this day really yeah like you can't like put them up in certain levels and certain heights and you have to show certain flags like even just like a yellow flag indicates that there's an illness on board or something like that and there's (gasps) i'm such a dweeb like i really want to like read all the rules I know like a black <gasps> flag obviously is like a pirate is associated with you know, the pirates.
1: That's rich of me to say. I don't even want to like get my driver's license. I did my learner's begrudgingly. <laughs> but I want to learn all of the maritime flag laws. <laughs> I'll be like Time sailing. Time well spent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive but I can sure sail. <laughs> No you can't. You can just hoist flags.
0: Shut <laughs> up <laughs> as you crash into the land.
1: <laughs> can you? <laughs> I break all the flag laws and I'm killed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> so even like um like now, even without with, with non maritime flags, like with the national flags, it's you can't like there are rules about not putting a certain flag, like two flags on the same flag pole. If one is above the other, then it indicates that they have defeated that other country or that other thing. So it's all about putting them at different things. And like, I mean, we have half-mast for people Mm -hmm. who like to respect the dead, um, all that kind of stuff. Like there's all these intricate little things that have come from this. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So the modern national flags were largely born out of an age of revolution. So the tricolor flag of the Netherlands is the oldest tricolor. So the the Dutch flag oh. is red like red horizontal stripe, white horizontal and blue. Red, white, blue. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die! I almost
1: corrected you to
0: say orange. I'm like, no, it's orange, white, <laughs> well, and blue. What's started wrong with you? out? It started out as orange, actually. What? Um, so it first appeared in 1572 <laughs> as the prince's flag. So it started as that the prince's oh. flag, and it was orange, white, blue because it was the house of Orange is there. So orange is like a, a big Dutch <gasps> oh, color, right? Oh, yeah. So for a while they ha- ended up having like when they were thinking about the national flag they actually ended up having two different flags for a while so one was orange <laughs> white blue and then one was red white blue and really? the final decision for, for the red white and blue one to be their official one was actually made yeah. in 1937
1: <gasps> no yeah oh that is so cool yeah. I don't know why it's so cool but I just love that
0: <laughs> so the flag because it was like the princess. did they say flag, why? why they chose the red white and blue yeah. I didn't look into it Sorry, you failed.
1: (laughs) You failed me. (laughs) I know, right? My flag goes above your flag. Damn
0: it! No (laughs) defeat. The flag. So the flag had been used in their really long war for independence from Spain, and so its colors became associated with the concepts of liberty and a republican form of government. Oh, yeah. So, so it became very symbolic. When it became their national right. thing, they were like, yes, we've got our independence. And it, it was very much like a unifying national thing. Yeah. And this is the only flag in the whole world that is adapted for some uses. So, for example, when an event is connected to the Royal House of the Netherlands, an orange ribbon is added onto the flag. It's the what? only flag in the world that people will change it during certain Modifying. times. <gasps> yeah. That's yeah. kind of genius. Isn't that crazy? And I've seen that when I've been, because my family's from Holland, and when I've been there, I've seen that, like, where I'm yeah. like, oh, it's like on King's Day or whatever, they have flags that have orange on them. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, okay. I didn't realize that it's actually officially still the country's flag yeah. and should be treated the same way. It's just modified right. during those yeah, times. Yeah, because you think yeah. with, like,
1: the pretty strict, like, you know, you can't... Um, deface or like ruin flags you think what are you doing
0: exactly add something to it like (gasps) oh it's not a real thing it's just whatever you know yeah i love that isn't that crazy um so the association of liberty and a republican government was greatly reinforced by france's adoption of the same colors following the french revolution in 1789 the newly independent united states used these colors for their flag as well however that's sometimes seen more as being based on its former affiliation with Britain and the colors of the Union Jack but the flag was created after they gained their independence and gained you know they're forming their own nation so that was largely where a lot of these national flags really started coming in you know people are so like anti-nationalism
1: sometimes but then just hearing that that's the origin of people kind of almost celebrating like that that liberty and it's just I don't know
0: it's kind of nice well, and it's it, it, the the reason it became something important was because it was something that brought them all together, where they're like, you guys, yeah. we did it. Like, yeah. let's, let's be in charge of our own lives. Let's be in charge of our own <laughs> things. And this is our And stuff. dominate our the rest nation. of the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With our flag, cutting use of flags. <laughs> so these new flags represented the nation as an umbrella over a collective citizenry. Not just the power and right of a ruling family. So it was no longer just okay. this is the monarchy or this is like this one family who had their right. coat of arms and their whatever. It was a symbolic thing of a, a nation. hmm. Although with the UK, it would be like an imposed thing, right? Because it's not like
1: Ireland was all like gung right. ho about it, right? Right. Okay.
0: National flags were now streamlined symbols, easily recognizable and replicable a sense of identity and a set of values could be invoked with a simple piece of cloth. So that's kind of just the general history of flags and then I've got like... Side note uh sorry I I just love this topic so much (laughs) I wonder
1: if there are like um, homemade versions of the flags like in museums right like the early early days. there must be but because now they have standard measurements and everything right but like back in... (laughs) <laughs> there must be. Sorry.
0: <laughs> and I think they did have some talk about, like, how it's kind of evolved, like, because at first, like, way, way back in the medieval times, it was, like, more banner-like and, and stuff like that. Um yeah. And now it's that standard kind of rectangular. But not all of them have, like, I believe that Nepal has, like, it's like two triangles. Right. Two little triangles. Like, so not all of them have that standard yeah. shape and size, but most of them do. And it's largely because of textiles and the way that the textiles like uh-huh. right. came out, so they yeah. just kind of standardized it based on that, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the very general history of it. And then something else that is very was kind of fascinating to me um, is the history of the South African flag, because my husband Greg is from South Africa, so when I visited there, I kind of learned a bit about their flag and their flag is really cool it's got tons of colors in it and it's new (laughs) because it was created after apartheid ended in 1994 yeah so before apartheid ended in 1994 they had a flag it's so funny and i totally (laughs) recommend people looking it up maybe we'll put it on our um on our instagram (laughs) To show, like, their flag was just a mix of a few other flags, like the Dutch flag, the Union Jack, um, the flags of different areas, like the Transvaal and the Orange Free State, which were areas in South Africa. Yeah. Um, Because they had, those were all the influences, right? Like, the Dutch had had ruled there for a while. The British had ruled, like, they had all these different things. Um, So. They had all of these different kind of European influences represented on the flags, but they're not even mixed together kind of like the Union Jack is. They're literally just like, the, I think it's like blue, white and orange or something. And then in the center white part, there's literally just little miniature flags, like full flags, like kind of like stacked upon each other. It's so funny. And it's, like, so not anything anybody would want to look at. I'm like, this so it's just horrible, flags like, within scrapbook. flags. <laughs> Basically. Yes, exactly. It's just a scrapbook flag. It's so stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So they had all these, like, all of these <laughs> like nationalities represented but there wasn't anything on the flag to represent the majority of the population which was the black African people who had been there before um, the colored people which is a specific group of like Mm -hmm. mixed race people um, there and the Indian inhabitants which was huge like South Africa has the largest um, Indian population outside of India in the whole world It's there's a huge population Indian culture there um so in April of 1994 the new government revealed a new flag that represented all of the cu- the cultures that resided in South Africa. And the principal symbol it's a Y shape with a bunch of different things but it uh, different colors and it symbolizes the converging of paths, so the merging history and present Aww. political realities into a common determination to create a united and prosperous future. Ooh the new flag is unique in that it has six colors, and most other national flags have maybe like three, four, I think the maximum mm-hmm. in other countries is five colors. Yeah. Um, and the colors could technically be related to various groups of people, so like red, white, and blue for the English and the Dutch, like the Afrikaners, mm-hmm. um, green for Muslims, black, green, and yellow for the new um, like black ruling party there, the ANC. Right. But in contrast to most other national flags, they explicitly avoid any specific symbolic association for the colors. They specifically said, no, those aren't colors from these people. Okay. They, like, they, I think they more talked about, like, the colors just representing, like, different things i should have looked up what they actually represent but they said they're not like, they're not meant to represent specific groups of people right. they're meant to represent yeah. more like peace and right. whatever exactly like that, yeah. those types of things yeah. really so. they just
1: couldn't agree on any of the colors <laughs>
0: yeah <it's, laughs> they yeah. have like 50 Probably. colors in there yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> just all different shades of everything i just thought that that was such a good representation of like what the like what the idea of like a national flag because it's such a recent one that was that was created and it was exactly that symbolic kind of national feeling of like hey guys we went through this and now we're changing and the the flag became this like symbolic thing for it i love
1: that they would actually change the flag like i mean that's pretty bold yeah yeah dang i think more people should do that
0: well, and they thought, too, because the ANC, the, so the party that the Nelson Mandela was the leader of and mm-hmm. that took over after apartheid ended, um, they had their own flag, which is like red. I think it's just stripes, the, or not red, it's uh, black, green, and yellow. I don't know what order they're in, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just thinking that it was just stripes, if I can remember, but uh, I could be totally wrong about that, Um but so people thought that they would just implement their own flag as the thing, as the new flag. But they didn't. Right. They decided to to create a whole brand new one that would nice. encompass everything. I know. I just thought it That's was such smart. a a nice story, and yeah. so like.
1: Meanwhile, we have the maple leaf on our flag, and I'm like, why? Because uh, <laughs> we're our Canada, flag.
0: eh? Why do Ugh. we have a flag? I love our flag. A maple leaf. It would be it feels so like a boring. Kid did it. No, it would be so boring if it was just like three lines of like colors. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, what flag would you want? What would you want it to look like? like? Put a
1: donut on it.
0: <laughs> Tim Tim Beebs. <laughs> Tim Beebs, put Tim Beebs on it. There's Justin Bieber's face like, right on it <laughs> with Celine Dion. For some reason, <laughs> she's not relevant anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like the Canada flag, I think it's cool. I mean, cool might be a bit of an overstatement. It's just
1: compared to everything else. Or maybe I'm just disappointed that other countries don't have... It just doesn't match. It's like, we went all, like, childish, like, literal with an actual image on it. And then most other countries are just, you know, colors, like bars.
0: Right. But some of them, like, as I was looking stuff up, some of them are just crazy. Like some still Fair have enough. some of the coat of arms feeling to it where they've got That's like true. eagles yeah. and snakes yeah. and whatever like all yeah, this crazy sure my stuff happening has an
1: eagle on it and I'm like I should be quiet over here <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just thought it was interesting cuz like growing up being so close to um the states but like cuz in America they their flag is like super important to them like um, the american flags everywhere and all over everything and going and and traveling down there like you legitimately see it on people's like people hang it in front of their houses yeah it was such a weird thing and like here we didn't do that with the canada flag like we don't do it still i mean it's a little bit more prevalent now than it was before yeah But we never really had it, and so I just government
1: schools will have like the classic flagpole for the half mast reasons outside
0: of superstore, the gigantic ones. But that's pretty (laughs) much all you would see. (laughs) <laughs> That's true. Or
1: during like um, Olympic stuff, sometimes yeah. people like, have their little like
0: Canada, mini Canada. Exactly. Play, sorry, during right? like but events or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like day to day life, we just don't have it. We on, just yeah. didn't. We didn't hold it up as this big, you know, symbol of. Yeah. Of, I don't know. Yeah. Our nation or whatever. And so that was always something so fascinating to me when I was growing up thinking like, oh, are we just not proud of who we are because we don't have the canadian flag everywhere at all times we don't pledge yeah. allegiance to a flag in the morning you know like <laughs> yeah. the americans have really like the flag is a huge symbol for them yeah you know i know and i, I always, always kinda...
1: have palpitations thinking if i were a kid and i had to draw the american flag and draw all those stars i'd lose it so i'm like total ocd when it comes to coloring and drawing and if i had to draw that many stars
0: yeah it's brutal like no No, I mean the maple leaf is already like the maple leaf is difficult, but like it is kind of boring to color it because you're like I'm going to go through all my red. Like that's true, you know. Although sometimes they let us have fun and we could do like kind of like rainbow colors or whatever. Oh, I never had that. Oh really? How dare you? How dare you bastardize our flag like that? (laughs) (laughs) You stupid little kid! Yeah. (laughs) The worst is when I accidentally did like orange. You accidentally did orange? Yeah.
1: Because I thought it was a red crayon, but it was orange. Oh. You know when, like, wax crayons... Like, you're Whoa. special. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> my microphone almost went flying. No, like,
0: you know when wax crayons, they look like a different color. I and the color that. and you're like, it's, right? it's the mm. worst. It's a and problem. And you're like, the outside of this looks great. I love that color. Right? And then it doesn't color that way. Bastards. I know. But Damn. Anyway. Okay. Is that it? That was it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah.
1: But I want more information. No. <laughs>
0: I love that topic although oh my gosh no way man mine's like so I'm still stuck on the Barbie stuff I can't even handle it that was so good (laughs) I was like on the edge of my seat I'm still on the edge of my seat
1: no but yeah like and not that it's a competition it's not it's just I love that like like yours right away I'm like obsessed with everything I want to learn all the flags That's why I'm going to go learn all the flags and also see if there are any like homemade flags somewhere online.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go play with Barbies and try to forget (gasps) that a bunch of perverts made them (laughs) because I love Barbies. Damn it. I want to go find. No, actually, I'm going to go find a Lily doll. That's what I want. And then I'm going to go like send a whole bunch of money to that guy that invented it and then Houser too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the the guy that wrote the cartoon is a Well, oh, actually, I don't know. No, no, yeah, I don't know. What happened to about... that guy? They sort of just kind of, I think. He just, like, stopped um,
1: printing the Lilith stuff, I think, in 1961 because Mattel was, like,
0: a bunch of bastards. Stuff. So they yeah. take away, like, something that's even fun and cool. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll go find <laughs> that cartoon and translate it with Google Translate. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> okay. Until Talk next week. Next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>